Welcome back to the Lost Library podcast with me, your host, Sarah. Today, I'm joined by fellow bookstagrammer and my good friend, Kara Campbell. Kara, thank you for coming on to the show. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm good, thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, yeah, I'm Kira. I'm known as Lost in Your Pages on Instagram. I've been on Bookstagram for about, I've just hit my two-year anniversary. Um, I am a big fantasy lover, a bit of a romance lover, and I am a massive dystopian lover. And I met Sarah a couple of years ago, and we've been collabing a lot. So it's very exciting to be on here. Thank you. Just to give, I suppose, a little bit of background on how we met. So we met, I'd say, in 2021, was it? I think so, yeah. That's, I started to receive that a year ago this week. So probably about the same time, yeah. Yeah, so I think I messaged you first and we just literally spoke every day since then. And we've done lives on Instagram um and we've done a couple of body reads as well actually which I mentioned in my last podcast I think um in Sarah's segments um we'll tell you actually a little funny story about our lives we've done numerous lives where I think it took us about three to figure out that when it says there's two people in the live that actually includes me and Kara so we were talking (laughs) to someone who wasn't even there for how long um probably about an hour and a half maybe two hours yeah so to whoever is listening and we were like thank you so much for listening and it was me it's just it's just us yeah it was just (laughs) us but it's fine um so just a quick question Kara. what made you want to start your bookstagram um I didn't actually know it was a community at first so I just started to get back into reading after um after finishing school and I just I think I went to go search up something about a book I just finished and I just found this massive community and I was really taken aback by how large it was and then I kind of started thinking about it more and more and I was I don't have many friends that read um like in real life so I thought oh maybe this would be a very good way for me to have a chance to reach out to people that do like the same books that I do so I took a complete shot in the dark went completely anonymous didn't show my name or my face nothing and posted a review, a review of The Cruel Prince. And that is how it all started. <laughs> and now here I am. <laughs> For me, um, I started mine, obviously, around the same time as you. How I started my bookstagram was I basically had seen a TikTok for a book by Adam Silvera called They Both Die at the End. And I had discovered, actually, that there was quite a lot of people posting their reviews on social media um, and during this time, I had said it to, I think it was my mom actually. And she was like, well, why don't you start your own account? So I mulled it over for a couple of days and then I started my bookstagram. And now here we are two late, two years later on a podcast. So, um, just do you want to tell us what uh, are you doing in college at the minute? Yeah. Uh, I'm technically in my first year of university though I have already been here for a year uh, I studied fine art from an artist um, in Bath I am not originally from Bath I live normally about 200 miles away so it's a very very big move for me um, I'm I'm really loving it and I'm quite excited I'm meant to be starting in a couple of weeks so hoping it all goes well <laughs> but I've been actually, already so yeah and you did actually an art piece on I suppose it was like a bookish art piece that you did. So you get to, I suppose, explore 
your passion as well as doing your art degree? Yeah, um, that was, I was given the opportunity to create, self-create my entire, like, Saholu original exhibition um, with my with my course. And they were basically saying, you can take it in whatever way you want, just show us you. And I think I jokingly said to one of the girls I live with, and I was saying, well, it's either books or The Legend of Zelda, I'm not really sure <laughs> what my theme will be. And it ended up becoming this big um, exploring into how different people get immersed within stories. And it's just an idea that I've always really kind of loved. And I got to work with it and I created loads of sculptures of kind of people being immersed in, in physical books. And it was called Lost in Your Pages, hence the new name change for my blog. So I, I absolutely loved it. So I definitely think that for the next year, I'll probably have this little, the same sort of theme running throughout some of my pieces, even if it's just a little bit. Yeah, and I've seen, I can vouch and I can say that these pieces are unreal. I've seen, obviously not physical, but I've seen pictures of them and they are really, really cool. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, so my next question is, do you have a favourite part about having a bookstagram? The people, the, the community thing. Um, I mean, I, as, as you said earlier, I talk to you pretty much every day considering that we are in completely different countries. <laughs> um, I've met so many amazing people since starting Bookstagram that I am on a constant, like I talk to them all the time and everyone is so friendly. Like, if you don't like a book, no one's going to come and hate you for it. You can just uh, be like, I enjoy this or I don't enjoy this. And then you kind of get your base off of that. So it's almost like the algorithm in a weird way is bringing you people that like the exact same books as you. And I still find now like, even after two years, I'm still meeting new people that I feel like I could still talk to all the time. I've just I've always felt really welcome, and I think that's what's led me to keep the account going for as long as I have. Exactly. I mean, I, my answer is the community as well. But I <laughs> like if you told me before I started my bookstagram that I'd have met so many amazing people, and the community just in general is such a positive space. Like, I don't think I've seen one mean or judgmental comment for the length of time that I've been on Bookstagram. Um, I've met so many friends, so have you, like, we've met each other. And yeah. it's just, it's unreal. Like, the amount of book, like, group chats I've been involved in from people that are on the other side of the globe, but everyone just, if you like the same books as someone and they, like, have an interest in what you're reviewing or what you're reading, it just everyone is just friends yeah I think that also especially for how we both met is writing as well like a lot of people who love reading love writing and I'm pretty sure that is how we started talking was us bouncing ideas for books that we would write ourselves like off of each other like everyone is so supportive of the other person like if you have a work in progress idea or you just have a little character like an original character idea everyone will go like, oh I want to know I want to know what, who they are what they're about you know, what's their favorite song and like it's just there's so many different branches of the community that it, you can always find new spaces exactly and everyone is so willing to like listen to our ideas and help like we have the writers group that we're in which is oh, yeah. called writers group and a couple of people have just sent in I'm writing this part or I'm stuck on this can someone help me and nearly everyone has like an idea or some way to help and it actually yeah. really does help like I've done it myself with my own um book titles or story ideas and it just really really does help 
So the community is just amazing overall. Yeah, they honestly, I don't, I don't know how. I think the community itself would be so so different if we weren't all just very open, very open people, very friendly. If we were just like, oh yeah, it would just be, it wouldn't have the same vibe. I don't think. No, I completely agree. I think everyone is just. Everyone is friends. None of us know each other, but we're all just friendly. Like yeah. everyone supports everyone. There's, it's not like a competition or it's just nice. It's a nice part of social media in general. Yeah. <laughs> so today, the main aim of this podcast episode is we're going to be talking about the rise of BookTok and Bookstagram and how we manage to balance running our accounts as well as balancing school and college. So do you have any first initial thoughts um I say mainly for the balancing the school and the book um the book accounts I don't think I'd have necessarily much advice on how I did it it really depends on how much effort you are willing to put into the account so for me I did it alongside my A-levels so that was obviously a very busy time that's when I'm applying to university I think the main thing is to not compare yourself to as soon as especially as a beginner don't start trying to compare yourself to to accounts that are like 10 times bigger like I remember I did that with an account that I love and the name has actually just stopped me for a second but she's um got like 20,000 followers and I remember watching thinking oh I'm trying to take tips and then thinking I don't do this full-time yet I'm obviously very new to this I really should try and just focus on making my own style and yeah not have to say that oh I should be like this person you know, just take it your own pace. Everybody on Bookstagram is different. Yeah. Even though all of us might like the same books. <laughs> yeah, it can it can be hard when you see like book accounts maybe that are doing uh, like way, way better than you are in terms of followers and engagement. But I think it's important, like obviously everyone is going to compare themselves to an account at some stage. Um, I've done it myself and there yeah. is, you just need to realize that you're you you're running a bookstagram because you like to read and for me I want to share my passion with people who like to read and write obviously as well and yeah. you just need to be happy in your account and your progress like if you told me two years ago that I would have a thousand people following my Instagram and I'd be doing a podcast I'd be like are you sure me honestly <laughs> that's the thing you don't I think you realize sometimes how many people like I tend to consider myself quite a slow growing account I've kind of been at the same ish number for the past year yeah but every still now even if I hit like I think I'm at 860 right now but when I hit 800 I was just in shock I was like how does this many people want to look at my reviews exactly yeah. it's mad Yes. <laughs> when you see the numbers on the screen I think you need to think of it as a room of people like there is as you said 860 or even if it's 8 or 80 like that's still people that want to look at your content yeah I think I also still talk like at the beginning I felt like I was talking as if I had 800 people when I did have 8 but trying not to fixate on the numbers but also trying to sound like you know what you're doing exactly <laughs> it's a very difficult <laughs> we're all learning I mean I still I'm doing it for two years and like I'm not an expert I definitely don't know what I'm doing I don't it's just I do it because I love it and I'm sure you're the same it's not because yeah. I want to 
be, you know, 10,000 followers or whatever. I just want to share and I encourage other people to read it if I can. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, most of the friends I've actually met on books that don't even post their reviews. Like, I have just met people that enjoy reading that followed me because of a review. And now I just think that, like, like one of my other really good friends, Ada, me and her will do buddy reads together a lot. And she, I mean, she's probably one of my go-to people when I'm asking for, like, review help because she can retain a lot more information than I can. So why she doesn't do reviews, I don't know. But she was a massive thing for me when I was having like a, oh, I don't feel like I'm posting enough. I don't think like I'm saying the right things. And she was just going, no one says the right thing. No one really knows what to do. So <laughs> it's, I've had a lot of people try to say like, don't worry, you're doing absolutely fine. And it's, it's, it's reassuring that everyone's kind of got every, everybody's back, like even if you are really new. Yeah, like the thing with reviewing, I suppose, is that it's at the end of the day, it's your opinion, it's your thoughts. So it doesn't like nobody really cares what way you structure it or how proper you're speaking or what language you're using. Nobody cares. It's your opinion. And people just like to read other people's reviews because they like to read. Yeah, or they think that the picture's pretty. Or they just think, like, someone else has read it. Someone else knows what I'm talking about. It's really sweet. <laughs> yeah, and Bookstagram, well, I can't really speak much for Book Talk. I mean, I've seen videos, but I mm-hmm. my main thing is Bookstagram. But it definitely has influence on people in a positive way. Like, I mean, I have read so many books, like even we've done body reads, and it's just it's just so positive. It's yeah. Same for uh, me. I don't have tiktok or anything so book talk isn't necessarily a thing for me but you still see it in passing and it is insane how like some tiktoks can completely blow some books like into major popularity like the big one at the minute is fourth wing yeah still haven't i still haven't read it i'm still wondering whether i will but i hadn't even heard of it and then all of a sudden it was like everywhere and the same for do you remember me reading divine rivals recently yeah, yeah. That, I didn't even know it blown up on BookTok because as one of my really good friends in Bath has reminded me that everything hits BookTok about a month or maybe a couple of weeks before it hits Bookstagram. It does, yeah. So it I does. didn't know about it. So I'd read it and then like a week after I read it, it just started. I saw it start seeing it everywhere. And I asked her, this is because you don't have TikTok. You don't, you don't see the hive mind of all of these books just blowing up in popularity. Do you think that there's a pressure to kind of read as someone who reviews books, obviously, do you think there's a pressure to read, I suppose, books that are blowing up on Bookstagram or BookTok? In a way, I'd say, yeah. Um, I think if you're an account and you're really anxious about trying to kind of grow, grow your engagement or build up your numbers, that you feel like you have to read the books, like the big, big books, because you think that's the only way that you're going to gain traction. Yeah, like I was feeling that a lot when I I read Devon from Blood and Ash a couple of years ago. It's not my kind of book whatsoever, but at the time it was, I saw it everywhere. And I was like, you know, I'm very new to this, maybe this. And it, that was kind of the wrong reason. Like I was reading it because I thought other people would be quite impressed that I read it. Yeah. So for a while I felt like that. But now I'd say I've kind of learned to just read what I want to read. If I found it on BookTok, and I want to read it and that's fair enough but I'm not going to read it because I think other people are going to be happy that I read it it was it was definitely a battle that I had for a good few months when I first started the account like a lot of my books especially my really like 
become very like very popular last year or very popular the year before um throne of glass they see anything sarah day mass um uh caraval like all of the really big series i just saw edits and edits over and over yeah i kind of like i need to read them for myself and not for anybody else and it's it i definitely feel a lot calmer when i'm like thinking of what i can read now because i can just go into a bookstore and not have to just go into the booktop loves this section yeah (laughs) there there could like obviously there is a small bit of pressure if you let there be pressure to read books that are popular and of course everyone is going to want to join in on the trend um but as you said if i'm reading a popular book it's because i want to read it like i'm very behind on popular book talk and bookstagram books like you said i haven't even read like throne of glass or any of those popular ones but i've read some of the romance ones i think you know like i've read the love hypothesis and all that yeah. um, because i wanted to read it but i try to on my account anyway like shed some light on some indie authors as well because i think that's important as well because if there's one specific book blowing up on tiktok and everyone is reading it then there's not enough flame like going on the people that maybe have a great book but they just don't have the tiktok algorithm behind them and that shouldn't get in the way of i suppose people reading a book like i've done reviews obviously for indie authors like arc reads and it's just so so important to um you know share their books yeah no that, that's that's a bit of that i always feel really bad for some of the indie authors because sometimes obviously big books that have been out for years that are starting to get popular again kind of overshadowing them like i haven't I haven't done as many art reads as you. I have I have done a couple, <laughs> but there are some really incredible indie authors out there. Okay, so just a couple of bookish questions for you, Kara. What is your favourite book genre and why? Definitely say I'm a big fantasy lover. Um, I'm starting to get a lot more into dystopian at the minute, but I'm also a bit of a romance lover, but I'm not a big, like, I can't read just a full-on romance. It needs to be something with a bit of romance. Yeah, like it's, a, it's weird. I need a bit of a side plot of something sometimes. <laughs> but no, I think my, my main thing's got to be YA fantasy. I'm trying to break into some more adult stuff at the minute. But yeah, that's kind of all I all I really read. <laughs> I am a bit of a, I think I've said this before, I'm a mixture of everything, but you know what I'm going to say is my favourite genre, and that is fantasy because of Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson. <laughs> so I think everyone, I think I must have said this about 10 times on the podcast episodes already. So I think everyone already knows that. So I'm going to move on and ask you your next question, which is what's your current read and would you recommend it? Um, technically, my current read is it's called Half the World by Joe Abercrombie. I read the first book of his about four years ago of that series and I absolutely love it. It. so I would absolutely recommend the first one I haven't gotten further enough into Afterworlds at the minute to really have an opinion but the first chapters I always find that with um, Jarba Crombie he really like grabs you in in the first chapter or the first two chapters yeah that's how I felt with um, Half a King the first one and he did he did the exact same with the first one as well and I'm so excited to keep reading it plus the front cover is absolutely stunning my sister will be so proud I'm finally reading it. She gave it to me like a year ago. And I'm finally reading it. 
So I'm I've kind of swapping between books for the last week. Obviously, I've been busy with school and stuff, but I'm about three quarters of the way through Twisted by Steve Kavanagh, which is a thriller. Um, it's a bit gory, but it's like I took a break from it for a while. But it's, it's like it's really good. There's so many twists. Um, but it's like way up there on the thriller scale, I suppose. I swapped between. Yeah. And Agatha Raisin, which is just like a cosy mystery comedy. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm hopefully going to start Shatter Me soon because <laughs> someone did buy it for me for my birthday. Not sure who. I wonder who that was. <laughs> no, but hopefully I'm going to get to um, your present to me soon. Um, okay. And on that note, what makes you pick up a book? Um definitely whether I have loads of questions about the blurb is a big, big thing for me um if because I would spend ages kind of picking up books looking at the blurb and then putting them back but if I've gone back to it more than once I've read it and then had thought to myself oh I wonder why that is for me that is like a I think I need to read it yeah and that is probably the reason I picked up half of my books um I am very guilty of picking books up <laughs> not just me um, yeah I they say don't judge a book by its cover but I have been very guilty of picking a book up off the shelf because it had pretty colors <laughs> or it just like drew me in like oh. in a specifically vibrant yellow book I can't even remember what the title was but I know that I bought it because it was bright yellow and vibrant so probably not the best attitude but then again everyone wins because at the end of the day I'm buying a book my next question is, how do you think we can encourage more young people to read? I was in a very book positive household. So I, my dad used to read to me down the phone when I was a little girl. Um, and my grandma, I, the whole reason I can read long books now is because I would read a page and she would read a page. And this was when I was about seven. Yeah. So I would just say that having a book, not, not certainly having a book positive household, because obviously not everybody's going to, but. If you can make it a safe space, make it something that you're not going to get stressed about doing. Yeah. Even if you read like five pages a night, then and you can gradually increase it. Or I, I always find that I was actually researching it a little bit before I spoke to you. And a lot of it was that a lot of people feel like when they see so many words on the page, they can sometimes get quite stressed about seeing that, like a very, very big paragraph. Yes. So just try to make it not, not a stressful thing to do. The whole point of reading is that you're meant to immerse yourself. You're meant to be losing yourself in a completely different world. So you need to, I think a lot of people just need to know that just because it's a very big, thick book, just, I mean, it's scary. <laughs> um, pick up what you want to pick up and just let yourself enjoy it. That's probably a very lengthy answer for such a kind of basic question, but it's a bit of a ramble. But I, I, I just, I think a lot of people just overthink sometimes about picking up books. As you said, it, before I could read, I was being read too. So I've kind of grew up around books, but I think it's sometimes people, it's they find it hard to find a book that they like. Maybe they like, I don't know, they can't find many books on a topic or a subject that they're interested in. I think sometimes people just need somebody to go and find the genre for them or a book for them because there is a book out there for everyone it's just you might need yeah. to do a bit of you know looking to find it and I think 
people think when someone hears like, oh, they like to read, they might think of a big book, but reading can literally include a magazine or a graphic novel. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. And my final question is, what makes you recommend a book? Oh, it's got to be, for me, whether a quote has really stuck with me for a long period of time. Like, there are so many books that I read absolutely ages ago, but even if I've got billions of new books on my shelf, I will still go and pick up the same book because yeah. that, that, they say altered your brain chemistry. That's, that's kind of how I work, um, especially for Shout to Me. As you know, one of my favorite quotes is, I agree nothing, I take everything. Yeah. It became like a whole, whole mantra for me. So I think if a book has enough power to make you genuinely reconsider your own thought process or your own outlook on life, even if it's a fantasy and it makes you manage to have a whole different outlook on life. That is for me is like, it is so, so powerful. And I'm just like, please read it. Books stick with me for many reasons. I mean, it could be because I was immersed in the story or it could be the quotes or the characters. Honestly, sometimes the plot might necessarily be amazing, but the characters are great. So, like, it just, it really does depend. Um, I'm trying to think. Percy yeah. Jackson is definitely, I said it again, I'm going to say it again. It's, like, <laughs> my favourite. And we're going to go on the topic of quotes. And this is a random one. I don't know why it stays in my head, but it really, it's six. It's not, like, a serious one. It's actually a funny quote. But you've heard me quote it before. Um, and I think it's, yeah, it is Percy that says it. And he says, he just raised the dead with Coke and cheeseburgers. <laughs> I love that. There's, um, oh, there's a beginning of, I think it's The Cruel Prince. And the very first thing, so there's like this really, it's a prologue where if you've read it, you know, Jude's just seen that her parents have just like been very much, I mean, they, they died. If I'm saying that. Um, <laughs> And it's just this really dramatic prologue. And then chapter one is just, there is no fish sticks or ketchup in Fairyland. Yeah, just exactly. back to the story. I think that was really, really funny. Sometimes the funny ones are like the completely like out of context random ones will stick with you more than maybe the serious, like really long ones. But as I say, mm. reading in general is my obviously our hobby. So everyone is going to have a different reason. But at the end of the day, we all just like books yeah we're all just big book lovers in a big little community <laughs> exactly so Kara, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast i hope you've enjoyed it as much as i did i've loved it thank you so much for having me it's been really fun and a special little special announcement we will be back next month for a return of me and Kim on the <laughs> podcast and we're going to be talking about The Cruel Prince. We're going to discuss quite literally everything about it and if you want to drop us your opinions or your questions I'll put it up on social media as well. Please do and we'll read them out. Thank you so much That's for coming on. Thank you. <laughs> and as always thank you for listening to the Lost Library podcast. I'm going to link Kira's social media below. Specifically her Instagram if you want to give it a quick follow is Lost in Your Pages. I'm going to link that below as well with my Instagram and all of our socials as well. So please don't forget to like, subscribe and share and give us a follow and we can't wait to see you next time. Bye.
Thanks for listening.